When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is November 15th, 2022, and the eyes of the world are on Florida tonight. Everybody is talking about what's going on in Florida. The big news out of Florida, which is Isla Dawn from NXT UK, has made her U.S. debut tonight on NXT, costing Alba Fire the NXT Women's Championship. And it's going to be all the media is talking about. For the next 24 hours. Is that the news? Because I personally, Huge. when it comes to Florida, all I want to know is send me location, Glenn. Where are you? Because Scripps has broken into the performance center and I, I still stick to my gut. I think you're Scripps. So I want to know if you're doing this from Florida and we didn't even know it. Well, next week, it's going to be a tight turnaround with Scripps uh, making their debut on NXT. And then I have to get back here to Las Vegas for Thanksgiving. So. And we'll see. Wow, we'll see if it can be traveling done. week for you, huh? A lot of travel, a lot of back and forth. Thankfully, JetBlue has mint out of uh, out of uh, Harry Reid, so you know it makes the flight yes. a little more comfortable. A little yes, bit. Alfred is not here with us tonight, guys. In the chat, he um, there is a wing special happening at Applebee's tonight, so we lost him. <laughs> <laughs> do we have any news? Did Alfredson news? I don't think we have news, do we? You, you you do this to me, we go on air? Hold on, let me I, Because normally, I mean, like, I was just thinking about it. I was like, I mean, we could talk about the I Iron know, Survivor match. We are match. so That's irresponsible. We are so irresponsible, like. Alfred is, <laughs> is the glue that holds this podcast together. Yeah. Um, no, um, one thing I brought did 1.6 million. So the viewership was slightly up. Did you watch it? I did not. Last night, I watched the Elvis movie. And then I watched 1993's Posse. Directed by and wow. starring Mario Van Peebles and Stephen Baldwin. Uh, that was a good use of my time wow. last night. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, yeah, that's the news. Um, <laughs> slightly up viewership on Monday Night Raw. Obviously, we're going to get into what um, Shawn Michaels announced as we break down the show. So I think that's the biggest piece of news I got out tonight. It was a slow news day for wrestling. It's, it was. I really I don't know. I don't know. I wish Alfred to just send the news. <laughs> and so Dylan Matthews super chat saying Alfred's at Applebee's with Chasey and Gigi confirmed. She'd watch there's no Alfred, no news. I mean, there uh, isn't a lot of news, and that's okay. This has been a crazy year in the world of wrestling. We've had so many newsworthy items. What's a night without news? Yeah, it's true. It is true. Uh so the Iron Survivor match. If you like complicated wrestling matches, you might say, okay, there's going to be five competitors. One of them enters yeah. every five minutes. You might be thinking, this sounds kind of like the Royal Rumble. This sounds a little derivative. Oh, no, but wait, there's more. So one, pinfalls, submissions, and disqualifications count uh, to where you get earn a point in this match. Mm -hmm. Now, if you are pinned, get disqualified, or submit, you lose a point, and you go into a penalty box for 90 seconds. So it's a little bit of an elimination chamber sort of action going on there. Right. So uh, it's a little complicated. 
But much like trying to figure out uh, the electoral college or congressional districts, this means that in theory, any competitor has a chance because it's not just about who does the best and gets the pin submissions or disqualifications. It's about who also does not get pin submitted or disqualified. But if you're about to get a pin or get pinned and I'm in the match, wouldn't I just go and interfere and get like a DQ win or like, like help somebody else get a lose a point? I know it's tough. It's very tough to figure out. It's very um, similar to the to the king and queen of the mountain match in TNA. Mm. Very very similar. I I was I, I was I was doing a watch along and the chat pointed it out. I I searched it and I looked at the stipulation and it is very similar. Uh, Sheet Black saying Vera's coming. He came tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Not even five minutes in. I broke my own record. That's Issa's five-minute challenge. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Say something that makes Glenn uncomfortable, at least in the first five minutes of the podcast. <laughs> I don't know. T-Bar was talking about hard justice tonight. And I was just like, <laughs> I think I rented that what? movie once. Or had a friend oh rent it for God. me because I wasn't 18 yet. Uh, yeah. so yeah, it was, uh, you know, NXT, the horniest show in all of professional wrestling. It hasn't been very horny. I was, I was doing the watch along and, and somebody asked if this guy is still a virgin and I was like, oh yeah, I forgot that we're running that storyline. We never found out if he's still a virgin or not. <laughs> Maybe it was like the end of once bitten, you know, and it just happened. And, uh, now the vampire's not interested. Have you ever seen anymore. the movie? Have you ever seen the movie? It follows. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay, I don't know why I just thought about that. It's all the talk about beer coming. <laughs> anyway. So with my wife out of town, this is not going where you think it is. <laughs> so with my wife out of town, uh, it's my chance to watch movies that my wife never has interest in. And there's a bunch of horror movies. Uh, but I'm like, home, you know, when I'm alone, I'm like, ah, I don't want to watch Barbarian or Malignant. Like, I don't want to freak myself right. out. So I've been oh. watching. I watched In Bruges the other night. I uh, watched Sound of Metal. Both of those were kind of downers. Uh, last night I watched Elvis, Posse. Like, yeah, we'll have to see what I watch later tonight to uh, keep it going. But yeah, this is what I do when my wife's out of town. My wife's out of town in Las Vegas, and it's me and five cats and depressing movies and uh, the type of takeout food that she never wants to eat. So it's just like pizza and falafel. And I'm um, just. Well, you basically just, act like a teenager. <laughs> Oh yeah, Your wife absolutely. Is out of town. <laughs> absolutely. I love that. I do the same thing. I'll be watching like horror movies, or I'll be watching like I'll be deep into a conspiracy theory or something crazy like that Twitter thread that you sent me, and then like oh, yeah. the motion sensor light lights up, and then I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> I don't get too scared. I look I'm... at my dog. My dog is passed out, and I'm like, how are you any of any help here? <laughs> yeah, I don't get I don't get too freaked out. I probably overdid it. We live in a pretty nice neighborhood, but I probably overdid it with security cameras and stuff when we moved in, even from two different companies. So if somebody like jams or trips one, like the other ones will still be going. Um, but yeah, like uh so don't get too scared. Okay, uh, no breaking into Glenn's house. Okay, great. Oh my god, it would just the like I would get woken up by the alarm, not by the break-in. Um <laughs> Kelvin, no, you'll be like you pull up your cameras and you'll be like, Isa. I call my phone and I'll pick over you see and be like, what are you doing in my backyard? <laughs> like, That's the real reason why I got the okay. So with the with the alarm sensors and everything, my big fear, my big fear is actually a false alarm. And then it's like the police come out and it was nothing and like a sensor fell right. off or 
something happened. But so I actually got the cameras just so I can confirm if the alarm is legit or not. <laughs> Dylan in the chat says, "Let's wipe what was that? <laughs> she goes to visit her mother every other month. So. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the way. And I went and visited my family uh, last month. Okay, uh, so we got which some... horror movie. Have you watched before we get started? No, I, I haven't any? watched any because because part of me is just like I don't want to be I don't want to be scared. I don't want to be freaked out when I'm alone. It's not when I'm in okay. bed at night that I'm scared. It's just sitting around. So right. I've, I've got a list of stuff to watch, but you know so what it is though? before you hit the yeah. super chats and we hit the podcast, yeah. I have an idea, right? Okay. Find, let's find one that neither one of us have watched and that we uh -huh. both want to see. And then we'll just hit play at the same time and we'll watch it on iMessage because I don't like to talk on the phone, but we can like text back and forward like how we used to do with Yellow Jackets. We did that with Yellow Jackets. Let's just watch yeah. a scary movie virtually together. We could, but here's my issue with the horror movies now is every horror movie you read about, like yeah. like Smile or Barbarian or Malignant or Terrifier, everyone's like, this is the most fucked up horror movie ever made. And it's, like, and it's not. It never is. It yeah, never I, but, is. But that's not what I'm in the mood to watch. I want to see something where it's like, this was really intelligent and interesting and had some cool okay. mythology. Like I, like, I like the Black Phone a lot. I thought the Black Phone was a very Black Phone intelligent, was so good. Mm -hmm. Well, that movie, but everything else is just like this won't just scare you, it'll fuck you up for life. And like, that's not what I'm looking for necessarily. Like, I want to be entertained, not just scared. Yeah, I uh, know. I agree. I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. But, uh, you know, we'll have to think about something, uh, to, uh, to watch. Uh, Kelvin saying Dexter needs to come back and break Indy off. She's been mean as hell since he's been gone. Long I love this really version of Indy. We'll get into it, but I love this Indy. It's about time she got a little mean streak to her. Yes. Uh, Terry Allen Jr., my brother and I saw Black Panther yesterday. I need to go see that. We were going to go to the drive-in and see that before my wife left, but we didn't. Uh, so we're going to go see it without her, so she'll she'll be mad at you. <laughs> now, I have done that before where sometimes if the movie, and this is what true love is, if there's a movie that I'm not sure if my wife will like or not, sometimes I will secretly watch it ahead of time. And then if it's really good, then I'll suggest that we watch it because I know that she'll really like it. But do you tell her that you've seen it? No, 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 that would ruin it. Because if you tell somebody that you're dating that you've seen Land. something ahead of time, they're going to be like, well, I don't want to watch it now. I don't want your, you know, second run viewing experience, you know? Your version of true love is weird, but okay. It's very much like Nathan Fielder in the rehearsal where I just want to <laughs> want to practice and get it right, you know? <laughs> But I've That's done that with TV said. shows too. Like sometimes I'll watch the the first episode of something to be like, is this good and worth watching? You yeah. know, because uh, I think I count on you to do that for me. Because every time you suggest something, I end up loving it. You're starting to recognize what I like and what I'm like. Yeah. Did I'm you watch in a year. Interview with the Vampire yet? I started I mean, it. Yeah. Yes. Good. So so good. So good. Very uh very adult. Yes, isn't it? <laughs> Yes, you you prepare me for it, and you know how I am, and I was still like, well, this is uh, okay. Yeah, it's I really enjoyed it a lot, and then when they introduced the Claudia character, I was just like, this is so much better than the movie. Uh, yeah, so when you get to is. episode four, I think Claudia uh, enters the picture. I haven't gotten um, to that yet, but I, yeah. I read a couple of reviews because I'm antsy like that, and everybody's saying that. But yeah, I started, I think I'm two episodes in, and I'm, I'm super excited. I'll let you know when I'm all caught up. Um, she black 499 Braun Breaker had a great match. Veer coming was interesting too. <laughs> Always interesting when he comes. 
she'd fight back to the future's classic franchise absolutely in fact before yeah. after nxt when back to the future started i like was like oh should i have to do the podcast because i back to the future is one of those movies where if it is on and i'm flipping channels like it's like that it's karate kid summer school is another one like there's just a handful of movies that if it is on yeah. like i'm going to watch it through to the end right right okay yes People want scripts. We'll get some scripts. Script scripts might be making a visit later, later in the podcast. Let's you know? go. Can't can't <laughs> rush scripts. Um, I, I was like, I was uh, worried scripts wasn't showing up tonight. Yeah, I, w- I was thinking the same thing too. I was like, where is scripts? Like, what is happening? <laughs> and then the funny part was, I had a moment where I was like, oh shit, did we kill scripts? Like, did did NXT see this? And they were like. They have turned this into a laughing stock of what it was intended. No, but to be. Did, did he say sincerely before? Yeah, yeah. Okay, 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 perfect. Well, let's talk about it. I, I actually enjoyed this episode a lot, so I'm excited to talk about it. It was a good episode. We st- and we start with Braun Breaker versus Von Wagner. Braun- that I was not into until they started wrestling. <laughs> well, I think Braun Breaker works better. Okay, here's my thought Braun Breaker is not losing that championship for the foreseeable future. Like, Braun Breaker, I just don't believe it. So, Braun Breaker in the main event, to me, is anticlimactic because it's like there is no support. Like, I can just start getting ready for the podcast as soon as that main event starts. I know what's going to happen. Someone might show up at the end and interrupt, but we know Braun is remaining champion. Now, that being said, Mandy Rose also has somewhat of that problem, but tonight I suspended discipline. I really thought before Isla Dawn showed up, I really thought Alba Fire had a chance. Um, but Braun uh versus Vaughn Braun versus Vaughn. Whoa. Think about Von that Wagner. for a second. Braun versus Vaughn. Braun, I, I can't I can't even say it five times fast. They need to become the the Von Bronze. The 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 they need to tag together as the Von Bronze. You I think it. that's the key. <laughs> uh but this was a really good match. I like Mr. Stone out there dressed up. Like it was a special occasion. That was good. But yeah, it's like I knew I knew Braun was winning this. That being said, I thought Von Wagner looked really, really good. Yeah, did you not there was not a couple of falls for you that you thought for one second that Von Wagner was winning? Because it happened to me. It really happened to me. There was one there was one near fall that I was like, are they really doing this? You know, when you had that, it's like a flash, right? And it crosses to your brain and you're like, no, they're not. You know, like you come back to reality. But there, I did have the moment in which I was like, are they doing this? I didn't know how Von Wagner was going to work with somebody like big, like Braun, right? Because I, the times that I've enjoyed Von Wagner is when he's just eating people, like what he did to Wesley. Like that's the Von Wagner that I want to see. Well, he can't do well, that yeah. too. He can't do that to Braun Breaker, right? You can't just lift him up and throw him around that way. So I was very curious going into this. At the same time, we saw him feud with Solo Sukoa, somebody, you mm-hmm. know, of bigger size, and he did well. I like this match a lot. I thought both men looked great. I agree with you. With I never thought, except for the close fall, that Von had a chance here. So why not open the show with a good wrestling match that you kind of knew the outcome, but you still enjoyed it? Yeah. Absolutely. Um... And then Zoe Stark. Oh, this God. promo. Okay, tell, you tell me first what you thought of this promo. She was like feuding with TikTok. 
she was talking about how you spend your time on social media doing dances and i'm like girl if, if your engagement on tiktok is not good then try a different approach you know you don't have to dance on tiktok to get millions of views and well, i did think it went on a little too long but she was specifically calling out nikita's behavior on social media and the things that she posts and about how nikita is like the internet wrestling community's darling and that everybody loves. What does that have to do with them not winning the titles? Well, but I think it kind of works though, because here's the thing. I was on the fence about it at first. I was like, this is really tough for Zoe. Like put yourself in Zoe's shoes. Nikita is darling in the internet wrestling community. Nikita is so over. Like Zoe has quite a mountain to climb that she's out there cutting this promo to explain her actions. And she knows that she is the true underdog. She knows she's the Janetti of that tag team. Like, yeah, okay, like being the darling of the internet is like being the Wheeler Yuta of the Blackpool Combat Club. Like, it, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't give you any street cred. <laughs> but for Zoe to go out there and cut that promo at the end when there were tears in her eyes and she was getting tense, I really believed it. Now, she is 100% going to lose this feud, but I really hope she gets over in the process because it is tough going into this breaking up a tag team knowing that you are, that the the person that you're feuding against is far more popular and now, I mean, this is this is like this is like what LA Knight's facing feuding with Bray Wyatt. Like with Zoe Stark, it's very similar. You know, Nikita is is there's there's much of a difference tipping the scales of being over. So I think this is an uphill climb for Zoe Stark, but I hope that she comes out she comes out of this with some momentum, even though she's gonna lose this feud. I thought it went on a little too long. I didn't like the points that she was making just because, I, like I said, it really felt like you were feuding with TikTok, with social media. This has nothing to do with did you feel? Did you feel seen and attacked by that? I did. I actually legit, I'm going to clip it and send it to you so you can see me actually like having a conversation <laughs> with the TV. Like, why are you talking to me that way? <laughs> but I just feel like because of the way that Zoe Starks look, and that heel turn, where she'll slap her in the face with the title, be a badass. If you're going to be a heel, I don't want to see you cry. I don't want to see you come out and complain. I want to see you come out and say you're useless. You couldn't even help us get a title. We both need it. Come out here. I'm going to kick your ass. Like, what is wrong with wanting your heel to be a badass? I do not want to see a heel crying on TV. And I get your point of view, and it does make me see it differently. And when you look like Zoe Stark, like she's ripped, let her come out here and just curse her out for costing them their first win. Maybe she should have said you're too distracted dancing on TikTok to learn how to freaking wrestle. Like, why can't she talk like that? Like, that would have been okay, great. Why okay. do they like you? Could you're have been worded better. Like, she could have come out and looked like a badass, and I just don't think she looked bad. Like, she just she looks soft. Soy, soy boy, but a girl version. But do you think there's a bit of a double standard in that, though? Because, like, when The Miz and his Daniel Bryan talking smack promo, like, The Miz was crying at the end. Like, he had tears in his eyes, like, tears of rage, but tears nonetheless. Um, but tears of rage. Well, I think she showed vulnerability. You're crying I don't know. over how somebody acts on TikTok. Go, go. <laughs> you just feel so. It's like. Uh, one of my favorite diss records of all time is uh, by a rapper who was on Easy es label named Terry B. And she does like mm -hmm. a 10-minute long diss track called Ruthless B-Word. Uh, mm -hmm. Although she says that it stands for being in total control of herself because she was taking ownership. Love that. Right. And she is just like reading off like her former bandmates like Dr. Dre. She's just like dissing everybody and then at the end of the record like you're listening to it and you're just like yeah and then she's like now ask yourself are you that ignorant punk ass fucked up overweight wannabe gangster and i'm like holy shit she's talking about me 
like this hits too close to home terry v <laughs> like now i feel like you put me on blast you know i don't i don't have i don't have i don't have any beef with tiktok maybe because my dog has more followers than me and maybe I'm oh I, it all comes TikTok. out here now Issa. you you really feel like zoe stark is feuding with Issa. With this, not no, just she's dealing with Roman. Like, do you oh, think I sit go. here? Like, do you think I'm gonna when we get done podcasting, I'm gonna go insult my dog and be like, "Why do you have more followers than me? Because your hair is silkier." Like, I don't do that to my dog. I love you him should, to say. Okay, hold on a second. You should absolutely get into a TikTok <laughs> feud with your dog. <gasps> Shut up! I'm gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. Like, and what's funny is that you can just sit there and like, like throw shade and then you could just have roman's response just be roman looking adorable into the camera every time yeah and he'll get like yeah. he'll get like thirteen thousand likes because he's so freaking cute and he's just like what okay okay you know what i get you Zoe. i get it yes uh see so... <laughs> i'm over here editing transitioning you know yeah. like clipping and all that and like, i i post a roman tiktok and i just get him looking at the camera and tilting his head and everybody's like 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 and i'm like Come See, on. now you understand. I've explained it to you. <sighs> I'm pissed off. Uh, Sheed Black saying, like, the opening match, but too many people have Spears as finishers now. I, I agree exactly. with that. Uh, yes, Sheed, thank you. Too many people using Spears as finishers. Uh, Calvin, Zoe's a fantastic wrestler. She needs more oomph and passion in her promo. See, that's where I really felt it at the end. At the you end. Know? It just took a little long to get there. It's tough, man. I, it is. Like, I can't imagine going out, you know, if you had me feuding with Joe Gacy, I'll go out there and I'll cut a promo on Joe Gacy and I'll be fine, you know, but if you have me feuding with someone who's like super over, like if you have me feuding with Tony D'Angelo, what could I go out there and say, Isa? You I know? feel with my dog on TikTok, see yeah. what that gets you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what happened after that? What did happen after that? Oh, we got the way that you saw completely differently. Just discussing, I think that you saw how I saw it, and and I kind of understand your point of view. It's fun to kind of like listen to two total different perspective on the exact same segment. I find that super interesting. You know, and that's Mm -hmm. the thing. It's like I respect that she's really she's got a quite an uphill battle in this feud. It's tough because she's feuding with the woman that is the most over woman probably in all of WWE, probably all of professional wrestling, like the most universally liked by everyone. Though Now, not as many people watch NXT, but the percentage of people that have watched Nikita like Nikita. Right. So it makes it a little difficult. Um, so Andre Chase, Duke Hudson. Oh, man, I miss Bodie, man. Yeah, I like, I like Duke Hudson here tonight. Sorry, I had to sneeze. I like Duke Hudson tonight. Uh, he's winning Paolo. me over. The Chase U stuff that he's doing is really winning me over. Yeah, that's good. Uh, so we then had Apollo backstage talking to Braun. Then we had Indashir, Veer Mahan, and Sangha went to the ring to take on Ariel Dominguez and George Cannon. Who were these kids? Match. I don't did know. They ha- did they <laughs> sign a release? Like, were they children from the from the crowd were they even old enough to be wrestling did they use a fake id what was happening uh booker was dropping sir mix a lot references on commentary 
Yeah. Booker was all over the place tonight. <laughs> Booker was, man, Booker, I don't know if he had a ZOA before he went on the air or what, but Booker was pretty hype by uh, even Booker standards. Yeah, uh, this was the longest squash match in history. Wow. <laughs> but that's what I liked about it is that it just kept going and go like you kept thinking, okay, they've proven their point. They look dominant. And it's like, nope, they're going to do some more. Some more. That's what uh, she said, Glenn. Yeah. There you go. Um, <laughs> Let's talk about the promo afterwards. Yeah. What did you think of uh, their promo afterwards? Putting everyone on notice, especially Brooks uh, and Dunn. It was one of the worst you people promo. <laughs> I promise you the, the... Creed Brothers. In India, they treat us this way. Here, nobody appreciates us. And I'm like, that's the American dream, buddy. Welcome. (laughs) Like, what are you talking about? You're a minority. That's how they treat us. Like, this is normal. (laughs) This is a heel promotion. I'm sorry. I've been there, Glenn. I can say this. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure. Listen, I'm just giving you my perspective. Okay. Okay. That's valid. Absolutely. The American dream, like they're living it. That, that's that. That's it, buddy. <laughs> Why would you live where they treat you like a god to come over here for this? <laughs> Ricky Salavier said they came over from AEW dark, very dark. <laughs> uh yeah. so but it's good. So yeah, they put Creed on notice. Went backstage. Creed. They said that Indusheer delusional. Uh, Alvin Island Tatum Paxley walked in, told them not to worry about Indusheer. Uh, then we had Wendy Chu calling out Cora Jade, calling her a petulant child. She's a salty and petulant child. I was like, whoa, okay, Wendy just like. Wendy's the biggest heel in the women's division NXT and people don't buy me for it. Like, I'm telling you. Yeah, I think Wendy's great. Oh, yeah, this is, I was I was doing the watch along and at that, it was at this point where I found out Jimmy Fallon was trending and it got weird. Did you stay away from Twitter today? Uh, no, I was on Twitter a little bit today. Uh, I saw the Jimmy Fallon thing, and I was like, is he really? No, Jimmy Fallon is alive. So Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, J.D. Madonna versus Apollo Crews. Oh, my God. This was a match. Banger. <laughs> this was really good. It was incredible to another week in a row where JD just puts on a match that I just like really, really enjoyed. I mean, Apollo was awesome here, right? And I really was rooting for Apollo, so I'm glad that he ended up getting the win. But it wasn't an easy win. And I'm telling you, like, think it's how many weeks now that JD wrestles and it's a match that I'm just like, that was my favorite match of the night. So I got to give him props. I, I, I find his character borderline creepy, but when he gets in the ring, he's really freaking good. <laughs> This was a really good match. I feel like there hasn't been a lot of momentum um, in either of their trajectories, but these two both are going to have to be in the Iron Survivor match. No, Apollo should be number one contender. He won. What is the Iron Survivor match? So champions aren't in that side. Yeah, the, the, the winner gets the number one contender. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So Got at me. least there's a stake about it, too, which I like because, you know, like a lot of times you're looking at the ring tournament, you get to wear this crown, and that's it. Like, why do I bust my ass and beat like six people for a crown? You can you can order it, Glenn. You can go to Burger King and they just give those away. Yeah. Please. Do they still do that at like Burger King? Little... Do they sell the they paper crowns at Burger if King. If you go to a Burger King, I would assume. I haven't been to one in forever, but they used to have it like in all the tables, remember? Well, I remember they just used to have a stack of them and you could go and, you know. Uh yeah. 
<laughs> Why is it even called Burger King? Well, so in Australia, there's another chain called Burger Burger King. So in Australia, it's called Hungry Jacks. But uh, in America and everywhere else in the world, it's Burger King because they're the king of burgers. You know, why would you want but the Big what, Mac when you can be the king? Them? Yes, it's a royal. Yes, that's right. King Charles. No, uh, they just <laughs> good name. Why is it called Taco Bell? You know? I don't know. Why is it called Del Taco? Del Taco of the Taco. You know? Uh, Kelvin Alexander, JD and Cruz tore the house down match of the week. It was very good. It was a very, very good match. Which one? I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, JD and Apollo. Yeah, yeah. That was incredible. I love this match. If you guys didn't watch NXT tonight, that's on. I will go back and watch that match. Yeah, it was really well done. Um, we saw Mandy in the Toxic Lounge. Uh, she's going to overcome despite the haters. I, but isn't it weird? I was thinking about this with Tyrus's dumb tweet. It's just like, what are you, Fred Durst in 2001 talking about all the haters? Like, how is this? Be- like, language evolves. Slang evolves even faster. How yeah. is it that nobody has come up with something better than the haters? Like, hate, like talking about the haters has been going on now for over two decades. And it's yeah. all played out. Yeah. Do you remember how they blamed for, um, Fred Durst for Woodstock when it really wasn't his fault? I mean, they didn't calm it down. You okay, know, but, but they also were not it. It was this no, stupid candlelight thing. No, I know. I mean, there was it was a it was a confluence of issues. I'm not saying like Fred Durst went out there and just like riled it all up, but they definitely didn't make Why it. Duel after Fred Durst, like it was okay. It wasn't his fault. I've watched all the Woods on 99. You know, my band almost. Oh my god! Played. All the, I loved all of the documentaries, and I like watch everything about it. And, and I still like every time they come out with a documentary, even if I think I know everything, I'll sit down and watch it. In the hangar, there was an unsigned band stage, and my band at the time was in the finals. To get on that we did not and i was actually glad we didn't because we probably would have been stuck with everyone else trying to get out of there so so you get you got some cool stories to tell glenn there would have been that but yeah i remember that i was like ah maybe it's not the worst thing that we didn't get picked for that um let's see what else oh javi javier bernal i loved this promo because it was it was clever that he called out axiom it was like axiom's not cleared <laughs> called it dragon yeah. off and it was like oh he's not cleared either <laughs> call of callus reminded him that they're suspended like okay but at one point the the, the, the interviewer turned heel here i was like just let him finish and just let yeah. him be clueless <laughs> it was funny though i was like why is he still calling out people and then i realized oh none of these people can wrestle right now yeah. Yes, Sergio. It was all Corn's fault. It wasn't Limp Biscuit. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, Limp Biscuit. Um, I still need to do my Limp Biscuit podcast. I, I got the you domain. Do it I got all for the, the Nookie. I got the domain. I got the Twitter handle for the Limp Bizcast. Like, like I, I've got my plan for it. Where I want to go song you have by to get song. Love yeah, I want to have a different guest each episode. And I want to answer the question, is Limp Biscuit a good band or not? And just, I want to go, like, each episode is just about one song. And then I want Please to try and analyze it. I think, I think it would be a great podcast. And I want I to do know, does, is uh, uh, Ben Stiller still Fred Durst's favorite motherfucker? You know? Cause, uh... 
it's just weird when they were making that album and it was like this album's gonna sell like 10 million copies this album's gonna live forever and i know i'm just gonna shout out ben stiller you are my favorite motherfucker <laughs> god he was so cool though back then for this like he was so Less, cool. okay there are some good limp biscuit has some really good songs yeah they do but they also have some songs that are not so good yeah agreed agreed now now you could say like is limp biscuit talented as a band minus fred durst unequivocally like absolutely is West Borland one of the greatest guitar players in all of rock and roll history? I would stand by that. I think West Borland's a very talented artist. Fred Durst, good businessman, visionary. He has some talents. Sometimes he displays a lack of talent. And therein lies the mystery <laughs> of is Limp Biscuit a good band or not? I love it. I love the idea. It's a great idea. We need, we need to get there's to the so bottom. many arguments about it, too. Like, then you get some people that be like, they suck, and then you be some people, and then the nostalgia, you know. <laughs> you know, he's a crack addict. He's addicted to cracking skulls. Yeah. <laughs> did that, that song did that song ever come out officially, or was that just one of those, like, leaked MP3s off Napster? I, I thought it was, like, one of those Napster things that I remember downloading, like, for, like, completely corrupted files that were not it. <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't the only one. You know how you would download an after, like, based on how many downloads he had? That's how you know if it was yeah. a kid. Yeah, I got so many wrong files. For the kids today don't know downloading, <laughs> you know, a country version of Gin and Juice that supposedly was done by the band Fish. They don't know, <laughs> you know, a cover of Leaving on a Jet Plane from Armageddon that was apparently done by Jewel, Cheryl Crow, or uh, any other female oh vocalist that you could think of. These were, were some the hardcore days. Napster problems, you know? Those were the days. LimeWire. Oh, my God. But Napster was it. Napster was the OG illegal downloading. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um. So, Carmelo Hayes and Wesley signed the contract for their upcoming North American love Championship this, match. Love this segment. Love this segment. First of all, Melo and Trick looked on point. And I appreciated Wesley also kind of dressing up, but he was rocking the streetwear more where, where you know, I, I like the clash of the fashion styles because they're both good fashion styles. And it was a smooth contract signing, Glenn, because yeah, the know. words were so powerful. The back and forth was so powerful well, they... that even Booker T was just like, no, 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 hold it. Just hold it to the match. Okay, you guys did good. Yeah. No, I like that it was calm by, I mean, they, they didn't end up getting into it. I love, um, Carmel said a line where it was like, you, when, like, when you're at your limit, that's where I start from. And I was like, oh, <laughs> there was some good stuff here. I liked it a lot. And Trek was so funny. <laughs> Three times. <laughs> She'd black saying, don't hate Alan Biscuit. Used to stay off LimeWire viruses. Yo, LimeWire, man. Like, I, I had them all. I was going to figure out a way to get this, like, special. It was always for weird songs that you found out about through the internet, you know? Or oh, yeah, yeah. You had to either, or well, I used to work at Sam Goody, and I remember, like, you could special order the the single special CD from Germany because NSYNC put a song only on yeah. that, and you'll be waiting three weeks for the CD to arrive. Or you could risk your computer and download it on Napster. <laughs> I used to go to the Virgin Megastore and buy like all sorts of import singles because for bands that I loved, like the Lemonheads or 
jawbreaker it's like a one of those rare b-sides yeah. or things you just couldn't get or you know what it was good though it's like when it was a cover of a song that they had but it was only available there i don't know yeah. like uh yeah but i had everything that like nsync baxter boys eminem like had released i had a weird tasting music when i was a teenager. speaking of which because i was just thinking about uh the nsync b-side uh what was it that girl will never be mine uh what was that yes. pop because I was flipping around the day. Why? What? What? Okay. Here's my rule. Okay. There's a new movie called out, come out that called On the Line. And I was just yeah. like, man, Lance Bass has got to be pissed somewhere. And then I was thinking, I'm like, that On the Line came out like 20 came years out. ago. It came out. Yeah. 20 years ago was On the Line with Lance Bass and Joey Fatone. It's been 20 years. It's been 20 years. So when I'm in charge, every you like every movie title only gets used once. And if you want to call it right. the same thing, it better be a remake of that movie. Right. You know, I don't want Running Scared with Billy Crystal and Gregory Hines and then Running Scared with Paul Walker. Both great movies, but very different. Yeah. Very different right. films. All right. Agreed. You know? Fresh titles. That's that's what yes. I'm gonna put out there. Um, oh, Blade uh was backstage and he was wearing a sweater vest in honor of his father. I thought that was very nice. And I think uh the sweater vest could get over. Agreed. Look sharp. <laughs> Not uh, as hard as Carmelo Hayes and Turk Williams. They win fit of the night. Wow. Um, the Dyad took on Josh. I almost said their names. The Dyad took on Brooks and Dunn. Yeah, see, I, I stopped yeah. myself from saying their actual names. And uh, the Dyad won. Tonight. Oh, yeah, I did miss pretty that league tonight. Well, and, and uh, Grayson Waller, too. I, he, he was missed to me. There was no Grayson Waller. And Tony D'Angelo. And Tony D'Angelo. It was still a how good we, show, but there were some names that were missed there. How is it two dimes is on AEW getting, like, wins and surprise segments and Tony D'Angelo is an NXT champion yet? Because he's with Jeff Jarrett. That's what it's at. Salt Jeff in the Jarrett's wound, everywhere. Man. Salt in the wound. Um, baby, I sang a lost a computer to illegally downloading music Me too. back in the 2000s. Me too. Me too. Didn't we all like? I feel like we were all there at one point. I had a separate computer that I had no personal info on. I had like an old computer, and I was like, I'm just going to use this as the one that if this gets virused up, so what? There's like nothing personal on here. Good point. Yeah, and I used to just run like Napster 24 seven. You download the movies to the music. You can download everything on there, man. Oh my god! Back in IRC, you used to be able to get movies. I remember the first yeah. one was when, uh, speaking of Blade, when the first Blade movie came out in a really good camcorder copy that you could download. Yes. Like I remember watching that, and I was just like, "This is the future." I'm downloading movies off the internet. We've come so far. Oh, you know, I told this story uh, when we interviewed Eduardo Sanchez, director of the Blair Witch Project, on our other podcast, yes. Yellow Jackets Buzz. I downloaded the leaked copy of the Blair Witch Project and like that shit felt real when you're downloading yep. that on the internet and that hadn't come out in theaters yet. Like that was very believable. Blair Witch Project, I was 100% in until they showed up at the movie awards. That's oh, yeah. when I realized it wasn't real because I was like 100% like telling my friends and everything like, no, this is real. Like, you know, <laughs> I tricked my like, girlfriend at the time. I tricked my girlfriend at the time, and I did. She was freaked out after. I was like, "Yeah, that was real. That really happened. They've never found those people." Yeah, I was so mad when they showed up. They should have kept kayfabe forever. 
I mean, they practically did. They were hardly in any other movies, you know? Well, um, come on, Glenn. That's not nice. I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> well, you know what and I mean? The, the found footage films, like, change forever after. Because I feel like there's a lot of really good found footage, but I feel like Blair Witch means doing that. You know what I mean? Like, I watched Creep, finally, uh, which is a found footage horror movie from, like, 10 years ago. But like Mark Duplass is the the guy, the killer in it. And it was just like, this is the dude from the league. Like I've seen him in you a dozen other the, movies. What is it called? The Poughkeepsie Files? No, it's I heard that was good. pretty good. It's good. It's good. Yeah. The problem is I, I walk the fine line between it's like, do I want to be scared scared? I, I think I we talked about this before. We we're talking about it earlier. Like I like mythology more than I like just like being frightened by things. Yeah, that's not that's not me. I'm gonna be like, watch it. Don't be scared. You soft. You don't want to watch. It. <laughs> I'll talk you into it, and then I'll be like, why did we put this on? <laughs> it was your idea. Oh, I know. Ah, <laughs> uh, it just depends. They're different. Like I like movies like Green Room or stuff where it's really intense, like that. And if it's violent, did you like Hereditary? I thought Hereditary was great. Hereditary did freak me out. Like that was yeah. one of those where it was like, oh, this is a really good mix of tone. And it wasn't really jump scares, but it was just some creepy shit happened. To I love that the, a lot of that movie they don't show you and they yeah. make you imagine, and that that's my favorite kind of horror because it all depends on how big your imagination is. But like, there's a couple of scenes where you're like, "Oh my god!" I love how this podcast have turned into everything but NXT. It's NXT, and I have to say, the NXT Tuesday community that we have here. Like, we get a lot of people that watch this podcast. Like, I don't even watch NXT. I just, like, hang it out. Like, Tuesday... is awesome, baby eyes. I love that movie. That movie's fucked up. <laughs> that movie is fucked up. When these people start jumping off the mountain, like, what? <laughs> so, on the bootleg cable that I have, most of the time, there's a program guide. <laughs> like, most of the time, there's a program guide. So, I'll flip channels. And I'll be like, okay, this is on, this is on, this is on. I'll read the description. And sometimes I'll turn it on. Like, this sounds interesting. But the other night, like it wasn't populating the program guide. So I was flipping channels blind. So I don't know what oh, I'm going to no. hit. And so I hit like this one scene and I had to look it up. It was this movie called Mirrors with Kiefer Sutherland. And like the scene I flipped was just like, was horrifyingly gross. Like I just looked at, it, I was just Mirrors. like, I like I could not change the one. channel fast enough on that. I guess he looks, <laughs> Kiefer Sutherland looks in the mirror and sees like some messed up stuff. I don't know, but I was just okay. like, nope, noped out of that shit really fast. You know? Um, yeah, it just depends. Okay. Yes, the bootleg cable. It's it's like it's the nineties. I've got the bootleg, bootleg cable. cable. I've got real cable too, <laughs> but I, you know why I have the bootleg cable actually is that if um sometimes incriminate yourself some more. Why don't you? <laughs> no, it's actually because of this podcast. Because sometimes oh. Fox Sports screws up. Yeah, I know. On Friday mm -hmm. and doesn't show SmackDown on the West Coast, so I need a way to access an East Coast TV station to watch yeah. Fox. It just happens that it comes with. 2000 other channels you know Incredible. for the same low price um and pad quality and like the lip sync is not, off half the time <laughs> like it's like we didn't do it we had that little black label box that my dad paid a bunch of money from could watch all the pay-per-views for free and the boxing match you remember that we're talking about the old school like it was like a, oh like yeah no broke freaking cable box that you could watch pay-per-views and everything on Oh, I used to have it with the satellite dish and you would have to download these cards and you'd have to buy a card programmer. And then it would be like, my card's not working anymore. I have to reprogram my card. Like it, the, with yeah. the satellite dish, it was annoying because 
Like they, they changed the codes quick download and program. And it was, it was so lame. I could not wait to get rid of my direct TV <laughs> with that. Yeah. But you know what it was really about? It's not about the pay channels. My dream since I was a child is to be able to watch TV in other countries. <laughs> like I just like being able to watch TV from anywhere in America like for Quantum Leap or uh, when uh, it's on a break now, but we would watch the East Coast feed. I would say to the wife, like, okay, do you want to watch? Let's watch Pennsylvania tonight and see what their political ads are looking like. Let's watch Florida tonight and see what their ads are yeah. looking like. You know, yeah. it's fun. It's fun to uh, sample. And yeah, sometimes when there's nothing on, like, we'll just be like, let's watch the music video channels from Italy, you know, and just sometimes it's mostly American songs, but sometimes you just hear some crazy music you never heard before. Yeah. <laughs> There was this one thing. Oh my god, I can't remember the name of the station. Um, but yeah, it was this hip hop artist that uh, I mean, we've gone down the rabbit hole now. I have to shout this out. So I don't know if this dude is unsigned and paid for this airtime, like if he's a rich kid or something. Um, yeah. I had to save this. His name is Epiphany E P I F A N Y. And like, I can't even just imagine if somebody wasn't great at writing songs or rapping but okay. they had a lot of money and hired a band and made music videos and that is epiphany and we watched this on spanish language television and then i was like i found it it's on youtube you can look it up on youtube epiphany wait per i have to know yeah epiphany text me, text me uh, the name. pero cuatro is uh the name of this oh my god Yes, and uh, <laughs> please thank me. I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> yes, Epiphany, uh, something else, something talk else. I'll about, send you the uh, when you talk about like watching the Italy music video channel. I picture a bunch of music videos that look like Rex Man video from <laughs> Empire Records. <laughs> Say no more, <laughs> Mona more. That's what I picture Italy music videos to be like. I don't know why. Yes. I like when I, I, I mean, it is funny when it's uh, when it is exactly what you think it would be, but a lot of the time it's uh, crazier than you imagine. Oh, and then my favorite thing, cause we're talking about this. Cause okay. A lot of people apparently have the bootleg IP uh, yeah. TV. My favorite thing is that it constantly freezes, but it doesn't pause. It goes in a loop where it just loops yeah. the same five seconds again and again. And we're watching, um, some, I think you're being hypnotized, buddy. We were watching like this uh, Brazilian music video and it kept looping the same five seconds. And for the first minute it did that, I was like, wow, the song's really repetitive. And then we had to <laughs> figure out what the song was. Because it was like this techno song. The loop was better than the actual full song. Yes. <laughs> People here know my woes. Uh, yeah. Shout also, out to Epiphany. By the, for the record, for the record, shout out to Empire Records. It's such an underrated 90s movie. Like, I don't understand why it's not on people's like top list. I love Empire Records. I feel like it's reasonably well loved. I didn't love it Reason as much uh, as reasonably I well loved, but you'll see, you people will put like Clueless, which is an incredible piece love of so, film, right? But I don't think like it gets mentioned enough. You know, like people talk about the craft, right? I love all these movies that I'm mentioning, but I my life was surrounded around Empire Records. Like I got my first really? job at a Sam Goody just because I wanted to work at a music store. Like I love that movie. Now I, I feel like I'm gonna watch it when we get done. Well, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but Rex Manning, uh, played by uh, Maxwell Caulfield from Greece too. Yeah, 
Say no more, more, more. Happy Rex Man in Day. Oh my God. That movie brings me so much joy. My favorite, one of my favorite. Oh man. Sometimes I really miss doing the podcast with Matt Morgan. No offense to you and Alfred, but let me just tell wow. you that um there was the night when I was I was talking about you know what I mean. Uh there was the night when I think I missed like takeover or something and i was like there was a screening of grease 2 and everyone was like light him up matt light him up from a degree to a matt was like when i watched that movie so many times as a kid it was my dream to grow up and buy a motorcycle and fix it up like michael does in grease 2 <laughs> like matt right. morgan couldn't hate matt morgan also a huge grease 2 fan no and you know that empire records like like low-key got me i got your text got me through it like because when i finished college here in puerto rico and i decided to move to the states I started at I started at Sam Goody at 15. I transferred to a Sam Goody wow. in the States. Like uh, it was, you know, I and I was going to college, made it all the way to assistant manager. Come on. And I didn't steal the money from the vault like Lucas did. I was a responsible assistant manager on my first night closing. <laughs> uh sergio uh hit me up on twitter with your great service provider that you're mentioning in the chat <laughs> please because <laughs> i'm always looking for another one and that's the thing they're so cheap that it's like you subscribe to like two or three because you just want to see who's got yeah. what um it's the 24 7 channels that i like i like that there's 24 7 like leave it to beaver or good times or i can just like watch episodes of growing pains you know, without having to choose something. That's what's nice. Um, so let's for the record, before you continue about NXT, I do miss Matt Morgan as well. And I miss you two guys talking shenanigans. Like those stereo shows that you guys did were hysterical. That was the shit. Like I popped for those. I liked when he would just surprise me with something that it would be like, oh well, Matt's not gonna be the story about being shot. I was like Like, I remember listening and audibly gasping out loud. I was like, wait, Matt Morgan's being shot? Like, what? There was that. There was, like, the underground cage fighting. Like, Shout out to Matt Morgan. Nothing but love. Absolutely. Uh, we will do a reunion at some point, hopefully in the early next year. Um, so, yes, the Iron Survivor Challenge of the Dyad won that match because everyone was on the edge of their seat saying... Who's going to win the dyad or Brooks and Dunn? Like, and uh, it is what it is. Um, <laughs> the story about him being taken in a van. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. What about the, um, when he was on Robbie E's podcast, when he was on Mr. Stone's podcast, and he talked about like being taken to the warehouse to shoot the wrestling matches, and he was like, where's the audience? <laughs> oh my god i can't i can't yeah matt matt's got some good stories uh yeah he does and fuck big show for for saying that matt was be unsafe backstage because he was insecure <laughs> every time i see big show i'm just like fuck that guy talking shit about matt morgan because you're afraid he's gonna take your spot i don't know if peacock is gonna air it or not but uh we were able to go to the first Undertaker won that man show when we did Nashville. They they allowed oh, me nice. to enjoy the first. Um, and he tells a story about somebody whining about him being unsafe and saying that he heard them in the ring. And I hope they air this because it's one of the greatest stories I ever heard. And I'm gonna leave it at that. No spoilers. We're not okay. allowed to talk about it. I'm assuming that pick they were recording everything, mm. but I pop for that story like crazy. So HBK talked about the Iron Survivor match like we talked yes. about earlier. 
there will be one pre-taped. for the men, one for the women. Pre-taped. Yes, pre-taped HBK. You know, like this big announcement and a video package playing. What the hell? I was gonna come out and talk. Five superstars, two start, five minute intervals. Goals to get as many pinfall submissions as possible, but you can also you'll gain points and then lose points. Fewer pinders submitted, and it was sent to the penalty box for 90 seconds after. So the winner becomes the new number one contender for the NXT and NXT Women's Championships. I'm looking forward to this. I, I can't wait to hear who the contestants are going to be, but based on the people that are in NXT, I think this is going to slap. It's going to be a banger. There you go. <laughs> Will we still be saying banger 20 years from now, the way we talk about haters? Think about that. I don't yeah. know. That, that shame of banger after banger will never, it will forever live rent free in my head. Yes. Uh, Indy Hartwell took on Tatum Paxley. Indy got the win. Took off Tatum's mask. Yep. Love this version of Indy Hartwell. Uh, I, I love the mean streak. I think it was about time. Yeah. But what you all came for, we uh, heard from scripts tonight. Here, I can give a recreation of what we heard from scripts. Please. Oh, God. Your cameras couldn't catch me. I got past your guards with ease. Now that I'm here, everything after this will only be a breeze. But I'm not Tyler Breeze. I just want to make, don't get your hopes up. You might be thinking this is Tyler Breeze, but I just use breeze because it rhymed with ease, not because I'm Tyler Breeze. Just making that clear. Uh, Anyhow, uh, because I'm fast as lightning, smarter than you think. Moves are incredible. You miss it if you blink. Next week, you will see that you and I aren't the same. So tell me, who's the first to play a little game? That might be a Triple H reference. Just I'm putting that out there to make you excited, but uh, inevitably you'll only be disappointed. And how often do I uh, uh, give, give the ladies that warning? My name is Scripps. You forgot to say sincerely. Oh, sorry. <laughs> when you turned the camera off, I was already dying. I might need my inhaler. I'm laughing too much. <laughs> you are scripts, aren't you? Could be. It's possible. If for the people in the chat that are saying scripts is spelled wrong, you can't sit with us if you don't know the joke. If that's that's the origin story of scripts in this podcast. <laughs> If more people watched NXT, this would be the most over thing I've ever done in the world of wrestling. Not the AI-generated Raw, not getting them to change the name of the Fabulous Moolah Battle Royal at WrestleMania. Like, if more people watched NXT, my scripts impression would be my signature addition to the internet wrestling community. Oh, and of course, uh, finding out who Alfred's daddy is would be Oh, yes, that's right. That's right. He didn't even have to go to Maury. We figured it out. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god oh scripts great great i love how you um i love the tyler breeze line by the way oh my god that's it <laughs> and then this is a, this is a triple h reference <laughs> scripts comes off like that kind of person did you get the joke did you get it no i'll tell you <laughs> <laughs> i i live for this i, I hope this is very insecure I hope Script doesn't disappoint. <sighs> Somebody said you are the ghost writer of Script's character. <laughs> I want, I'm convinced. Scripts is tough, man. You know? Yeah. Scripts is late Street tonight. Cred. 
street cred. He's got street cred. And probably got stuck in all that Mar-a-Lago traffic trying to make it to the performance center. Um, Please don't bring it up, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's... Your camera's going to catch me. <laughs> what was that? But then they show like this shadow sitting on the performance center. And I'm like, okay, so did the cameras catch him or not? Like, I'm confused. <laughs> Sheet Black, Buck 99, WFP's off fighting off Batman and the Riddler. I mean, maybe. <clears throat> oh, good point. Yeah. I just watched it. So it's fresh in my mind. Yes. Uh oh. What? Oh, no. <laughs> Hi, this is Scripps. Um, I was calling. Do you have a lost and found? Um, somebody, I'm not saying it was me, but somebody was at the performance center earlier and was sitting in the bleachers and um, they were wearing a hoodie, but they may have dropped their wallet. And again, this, this wasn't me. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm being a good Samaritan. I'm calling on behalf of not, not a friend, I don't know who this person is, but they may have dropped their wallet. And uh, if you could just leave that outside the port, don't look inside. Whatever you do, do not look inside. Yes, there's an ID inside and I can't tell you the name and I don't want you to look at the name, but if you just leave it outside, um, I will be there to pick it up on behalf of the person that lost it. Uh, and if you could also disable the security cameras, I would really appreciate it. Uh, need that wallet, gotta renew my, my car registration. I have to go down to the DMV. It's an entire, have you ever tried to renew something without an ID? It's very tough. And my name is Scripps. No, wait, it's not, it's not Scripps. This is uh, anonymous Good Samaritan. Thank you. I'll see you next week. Scripps, Scripps, we'll see you next week. Thank you. <laughs> I can't. I have an asthma attack, it's on you. <laughs> 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 oh my god stop <laughs> script what's in that wallet we don't know what's in script's wallet it's a mystery <laughs> um oh jesus no <laughs> like it's not gable stevenson no it's not gable stevenson <laughs> like <laughs> like i gotta be honest folks I mentioned this earlier. Like, I was really worried when Scripps didn't show up tonight. I was like, did we kill Scripps? Like, <laughs> like, HBK was just like, they're making a mockery of this. We have to kill this gimmick. I feel a little bad for Scripps. Oh, please don't. This is a, this is A plus entertainment. I look forward to this every week. <laughs> Sheet, I mean, isn't Scripps basically Cartman? Uh, basically. <laughs> a little bit of the eradicator from kids in the hall. Um, oh my God. The other day I was uh, pulling up the Faith Plus One episode of South Park when Cartman started the gospel band to make money. Oh, I. Every time I get Del Taco, I just keep thinking three tacos, two tostadas, oh, man, and a soda you pop. Are so yeah, I just keep thinking three tacos, two tostadas, and a soda pop. Oh my God. Yes. yes. That is probably my favorite episode of South Park ever. It's it's top one or two for me with the Michael Jackson. I, I mean, Mr. Jefferson one. Mm. Uh, sort of Scott Tennerman, all-time classic. Uh, 
Yeah, South Park still still going. South Park like twenty five years old. How did that happen? I know, but nothing like the first, you know, first seasons where they could get away with a lot more. I don't know the Tolkien episode that they did in yeah. this last season. That is one of the most brilliant things that I've ever seen a long running television show do. Agreed. Agreed. It was so good. Um, so let's talk about this main event. Mandy Rose versus Alba Fire in the last woman standing match for the NXT Women's Championship. My only complaint about this is it started at like seven minutes to the top of the hour, and I knew they were going to go over, but I knew this yeah, was still, probably going to be... Yeah, but still, you're thinking like, oh, last woman standing match, that's going to last 10, 15 minutes? What is that? Yeah, I'm like, this is going to be the shortest last person standing match ever. Yeah, and we have a last standing, last knockout standing match tomorrow, I'm sorry, Friday night oh. from Impact, and I, I was thinking because I thought Bianca and Bailey did really good at Crown Duel. So I was thinking NXT was going to just show off, you know, just to see. Because I think I am looking forward to this impact match. So I was I wanted to see what they did today since everybody's now having a last woman standing match. I thought they were going to do something. Remember, and they obviously couldn't <laughs> do this with Mandy and Alba for obvious reasons. But remember when Baron Corbin and Dolph made the big thing that like, oh, we're going to do a technical wrestling match because we're both collegiate wrestlers. And they like yeah. came out there with the gear, and I think didn't uh, didn't Baron just like, or was it Dolph? One of them just like hit the other one in the nuts, and then it was over. Yes, <laughs> yes. The main event, I didn't like the. Oh my god, the Kanye West episode. Yeah, Top Kanye episode. My wife had never seen that up until last year. Oh my year. god, I, I showed I showed the video on my stream the other day because people didn't know what the hell I was singing. <laughs> so, anyways, um. No, I've got that song like, on my, my iPod. That was like one of the last MP3s I downloaded and put on my iPod before we moved to phones. Yeah. Um, I didn't like the latter spots in the main event because it yeah. felt like, remember when Rhonda and Liv had that Extreme Rules match and she would hit her with the bat so oh so softly? I felt yeah. that from this um this match. I did think Mandy Rose looked very badass. Like there yeah. was something about the way she was wrestling when I was like, okay, she she's really like because she's convinced me, right? But I do think she still has some um, doubters or haters, and I, I thought she looked very badass tonight. And I love the way they did the debut. I'm not very familiar with this person, but I thought it was a great way to debut her. The way she was popped out from behind the, you know, from behind the ladder and the in the spot falling onto the table. I enjoyed yeah. it. I but I agree with you. The start of the match kind of gave away that it was going to be something short with a weird finish. Yeah, I thought they were going to have toxic attraction come and incapacitate all the fire. I, I, I don't know that you could have done that one more time. I like, know, they're, I know. they're done it too much. So I appreciated somebody coming back for Alba. But I, I will say one thing because we don't, some people knew who she is, and people in yeah. my chat were saying, well, she feuded with Alba in NXT UK. The UK, you can want to think is she is she after Alba or is Mandy Rose recruiter mm -hmm. to toxic attraction? Like you don't feel like you got that explanation, which makes you tune in next week. I would love if Mandy recruited her toxic attraction and just seen Gigi Dolan like giving her the side eye the entire time. <laughs> yeah, because like... I, well, if you're not familiar with the, I thought that until you know until I started figuring out who she was, I was like, well, did she get recruited by Mandy or is this person just has some kind of beef with Alba? Like you don't know. Yeah. Uh, hey, Oz, thank you for the super uh, sticker. Uh, thank appreciate you, Oz. It. Um, That's another Australian one. We got, we got Australia. Yes. It's always pulling up. Uh, Dream Realm talking about uh, uh. the Boondocks being delicious. But man, I miss the Boondocks. The Boondocks was supposed to be coming back, but I think that got caught up in the HBO Max <laughs> yeah. cuts, which is unfortunate. I, I love that comic strip, and the TV show is classic. 
Um, but Isla Dawn, look, as far as debuts, I think that great look, great way that she sabotaged Alba tonight. Um, looking forward to seeing what they do next with her. Um, it is tough though, because I think that, yeah, like toxic attractions got to get called up. I think just, and I don't want to make the generalization be like, well, they both have orange hair, but I think with her and Gigi, like it, there's a little too much visual confusion, perhaps right, where it right. might dilute their individual brands. Yeah. And just saying, you know, you could have gotten that impression tonight. Like why is she here? She here with Mandy, she here with Amba, but overall yeah. fun match. I, I really like the way Mandy Rose looked here. I, they haven't done any favors for um <laughs> they haven't done any favors for alba fire <laughs> yeah this is tough for alba fire yeah alba like now has lost she already went into tonight where i didn't believe she would win and then you know then this happened so she's gonna have a long road to recover you know character wise to become credible again it's tough when you go for the championship multiple times and lose Right. But she'll, I almost guarantee she'll be in that uh, Iron Survivor match. Do you think Scripps is going to be an Iron Survivor? Scripps is already, I mean, number one contender status, you know, I think just coming in. Right. Sincerely. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fun episode of NXT. I enjoyed tonight. I have fun watching it. There was a lot of good wrestling. It was great. You know what? I'm I'm tickled most about uh, Scripps' arrival. Is I really have no clue who Scripps is going to be. I have I'm no idea. Not. Oh, it's going to be Dante Shen. Oh, maybe. Do you know Dante Shen? Uh, I know of Dante Shen. Hasn't Dante been on? Um, hasn't Dante been on NXT before? I don't know. I was scrolling through WWE roster pages that he popped up, and I could have sworn I never seen him before. So he's my dude now. <laughs> Wait, what? He's my guy. I'm all in. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, he's been on NXT Level Up. Um, oh, great. That's show that everybody watches. <laughs> we keep threatening to. Let's not. But what if Scripps is Boa? Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. What is Scripps' beer? <laughs> he got to come twice. <laughs> T Bar was promising to bring hard justice. Horniest <laughs> show in wrestling. <laughs> Always. Hard justice. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, what else is there to say? I think we've covered it all. Yeah. Uh, oh, Justine, we're... of course you can have a shout out. Thank you for your support. And scripts, oh, thanks you. Oh. Scripts with a Y. Butch. Butch. You know, now Man. that I wear the wireless microphone, it looks like I'm staring into my boots when I try to get close. Oh, I was wondering. I was like, Issa got her pager on her just in case she gets. Oh, my God. I used to have one. <laughs> Those were the days. I, I, and I, but remember, remember when everyone had a cell phone and there were still like. I want, a pager you know, again. I want to go back to that because you were so left alone compared yeah, to now. You were left alone because who the fuck is paging you? That's what I'm saying. I'm going to give up on my cell phone and get a pager. <laughs> can you still get a pager? Probably. I, you probably can. I'm just going to start uh, uh, 
texting you uh, or paging you. Yes, please. But, but with the codes <laughs> that we used to use. I, I just remember like, you used to say like, like uh, 8,000 in 85 or 80,000 in 85. I mean, that would be a popular. What? What is this code. Google search? It says, obviously, pagers may not be the cutting edge technology that everyone is using today. <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? You still have to dial a number and an operator and tell the operator that, that was the best days. Well, that's if you had the um, if you had like the sky pager where you could uh, yeah. give the text message as opposed to the ones where you would just call and then you hit the numbers. Yeah. You know? Hold on. Oh my god, I can't get a pager. I'm gonna get us a pager. <laughs> Everybody, send your pages. Your, your numeric pages to the Wrestling Inc. podcast and we'll read them on screen. <laughs> Yo, that could be... Just Don't numbers. give me ideas. Just numbers. Don't give me ideas, yes. Yo, uh, in Puerto Rico, we used to write 8383 because it looked like you're saying bebe, which is baby. Oh, Yo, that's yeah. smooth right there. Text me bebe and you got me. She'd black saying one of the popular kids had pagers. I don't think well, we're don't think about to be popular because I'm gonna get us some. I How remember I had a cell phone early, like 1993, and I remember running up a huge bill and then getting rid of my cell phone for a while. Look, this one with service 90 bucks. Yo, Glenn, we're gonna be so cool. <laughs> oh, I'm you think I'm kidding. Wait till Christmas. You just okay. wait. I'm going to send it to your house wrapped and then I'm just going to like send a figure right when you get the delivery so you hear the beep. <laughs> you and I miss, since we're talking about retro tech, I miss the Danger Sidekick. That was my favorite oh, phone that I ever Sidekick had where you could the browse the web and you could text people with a full keyboard. Like, yeah, but that do you remember was when the came out with the cheap ones? I, no. That's the first one I owned. There was like a cheaper, it was called like the XD, like Psychic XD, and it was like a cheaper version of it. Mm. Uh, that was my first one. But then I got, then, then I upgraded and got a real one. But Psychic was good. I was it like, had a great web browsing experience. No, but I want to talk about my Psychic because why yeah. didn't my dad give me the cheap one? Like, you want to talk about Lacey Evans' hard times? Why didn't my dad go full in and buy me the real fucking Psychic? Instead, he gets me the. Well, Lacey's going back to basics. You know, we saw yeah, in her uh, WWE she digital. She thought she had it hard. I couldn't get it. No, she was taking her makeup off, taking her eyelashes off. She said she's got to go back to basics. What if Lacey's new gimmick is she comes out and it's like a pager? Or no, I was going to say, well, she's got a, yeah, a pager, a dangerous sidekick, like an iPod. What if she's going like early 2000s, like nostalgia? That's her new gimmick. So that would be incredible. <laughs> it was LX. LX was the cheaper version of it. Ah. So it didn't have like all the features, but it looked like a sidekick. So it's she like black. a fake, like a fake yeah. designer bag that from far away you're like, oh, she got a Louis Vuitton. And then you get close and you realize it's like two L's and a B. <laughs> uh, my brother bought his wife a real designer bag and I yelled at him. I was like, why didn't you just get a knockoff? Like, this is like, you just wasted so much money. Like, there's some good knockoffs out there. I'm not big on, I'm not big on bags. I'm big on shoes. Like, even okay. in the background, there's like a pair of $800 shoes just sitting in my desk because shoes are amazing. Yeah, my wife likes shoes. Um, she bought me a pair of Fluvogs once. We went to the Fluvog store in Vancouver. They're very yeah. nice shoes. Fluvogs are very nice shoes, but I never want to wear them anywhere. It's like... I have 
that issue with my red bottoms. I have an expensive collection and I only wear them for like super special. Okay. And I get them protected. There's like the protection so they always stay red and all that, but I still don't feel comfortable just wearing them all the time. So it's like, why do you have like so many pairs of the shoes that you never wear? And I'm like, well, it's the red. So I started buying regular designer shoes so I don't have to worry about the red. I know, hard yes. times. Lacey Evans. She knows yes. the Sheet waxing pagers would be a good stocking stuffer. Here, I got you a pager. I'm gonna get us pagers. No, but Lacey's new gimmick should be like 2002. She could rock Limp Biscuit. She could play a PlayStation 2. Like, you know, Lacey could take it back old school. You know, I used to be the best at SingStar on PlayStation 2. <laughs> I was really into Rock Band for a while. I used to like that. Uh, rock Band was better, but Sing, Sing, SingStar was my shit, especially drunk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked uh, Def Jam Rap Star. That was kind of fun. That was fun. That was a lot yeah. of fun. Good, good games, good times. Ah, uh, well, I need to figure out what I'm going to do with this evening. I'm alone in Vegas. The wife's out of town, and I'm going to sit around with my cats, order Uber Eats, and watch a movie. I'm going to start my TikTok feed with my dog. There you go. Good. <laughs> We're such exciting individuals. <laughs> Getting old. I'm going to be uh, 47 in March. You're a baby. Age is nothing but a number. Yeah, but I'm really feeling it more. <sighs> You'll feel uh, better when I get you a pager because it'll bring you back to your younger days. <laughs> there you go. Uh, okay, everybody. Have a good time. We will see you back here on Friday. Tomorrow night is AEW coverage. Uh, Ethan, I'll be back on Friday. Alfred is out. I think he's at a comedy competition. I'll be here tomorrow. Yeah. And uh, we'll go from there. Have a good one, everyone. We'll catch you next time on the Bye. Wrestling Inc. Podcast. Take care. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.